What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of episode 63 weeks straight. As always, this is your host, the Guru Noel. Welcome to another episode of Guru Mondays. Yes, and yes, and yes. Let's get into it. If you're a new listener, then I have nothing but a nice, big, warm hug for love and positivity and all that good jazz. If you're a continuing listener and you share with your friends again and again, thank you forever and ever. I love you, but that's neither here or there because I love you all. Yes, man. Anything new? Oh, so much new. So much new. Whew, let me catch my breath. Oh, my God. Life is amazing. Wow, wow, wow. I do want to... We are going to talk about something, you know, very special again, as always. But uh, I did want to explain uh, what I experienced this past uh, weekend. And hopefully this uploads this time um, and I don't run into any issues. Uh, so there's that. Um, but yeah, let me tell you, as you know, and if you're a new listener, then you will know that I currently serve in the armed forces. Um, with that being said, you know, that comes opportunities that wouldn't be afforded to most Um and I just happen to be at the right place at the right time. Um, I do want to, before I get into the story, I do want to s- send a special shout out and thank you to my man B Dog. All right, you know, you know who he is uh, for even giving me the chance again. I know I thanked him before when you know I had the other opportunity, um, but I do want to send my uh, thanks once again. All right, so yeah, so back. We know I serve. Um, So I had the privilege and complete honor, complete honor of doing and being part of the color guard team for the Medal of Honor Foundation, which would celebrate 29 present members. Um, And I believe there's only 72 living at the at this very moment. Uh, but 29 were present at the event in the city at Cipriani's very fancy place. I know I had to indulge in some good food for that time until I got back on my grind. But either way, um, you know, it is it to this day. And it was only a couple of days ago. I still can't wrap my head around the fact, um, you know, I say this because and, and those of you who are not familiar about Medal of Honor recipients of what the Medal of Honor is, allow me to uh, give you a brief history lesson uh, of this prestigious medal. The Medal of Honor is the highest military award you can get in the whole military. It represents someone who has, or, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the general consensus is it represents someone who has put their lives at risk to save others selfless service is what i preach about all the time and here these men are that have proven themselves that they had their actions saved lives or reduced the amount of casualties because they were brave enough to uh you know act you know and react fast enough to what the threat that was happening Uh, So that's just the simplified version. The Medal of Honor. And I get and there's plenty of people 
who are in the military, who have served overseas, who have done tremendous uh, things and saved lives as well. But this is a little different as you, you can't ask for this award. You can't put in a packet for this award. This award is is um, on based on the recommendation of your peers, those who have been with you um, and were there in that incident who speak of the story that have had that has occurred. And, um, you know, whether it be letters or whatever it is, I'm not sure what the actual process is, if they have to send it to Congress or the White House, whatever it is. Um, but they have to recommend that recommend you and then it goes up the chain and then more recommendations more letters of and you know and um and then you know the higher ups have to conduct their own investigation do the stats on things and see you know uh validate the story and 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 things like that and it could take years you know to to see if this person is 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 worthy enough of this award um and uh, lastly, when when it's when they are selected, they are to report to the White House where the president at the time um, that's acting at the time would bestow that award upon their neck. This award is so prestigious that no matter what rank that person is who has that award, you can wear it, you know, in civilian clothes, in your uniform clothes, whatever it is. Anybody in the military service, regardless of what branch, regardless of what rank, must salute that person. That is how honorable that award is. So with that being said, this is a award that I um I've read about. I've seen pictures of. I've watched videos of people receiving it. And basic training, one of my drill sergeants would come down every Sunday and would read the stories behind the recipients and how they received the medal, what their actions did um, that made them worthy to receive this uh, medal. This is something that is almost seems fictional when you read these stories, when you hear about them. It seems impossible, seems So to put it in words is so um, it doesn't do it justice. It just doesn't feel like, you know, this is something that, you know, they make movies on. You know, everybody's seen Lone Survivor and stuff like that. But even the movies, you know, like Forrest Gump, he wins a Medal of Honor and stuff like that. But it's like this is stuff that is like you hear about it. But the seed in the flesh is something so different. And here I am, I'm shaking hands with a couple of them and I'm and I'm literally as close as you can get to the metal without actually touching it. And these are the most humble dudes ever. And who who don't really see their um their actions and what they did at that time as so heroic as everybody else sees. You know, it comes to the general consensus that they were just doing their job. You know, one in particular, I I shook hands with Harold Fitz, Fritz, forgive me, who served in v- Vietnam War, and um, he <clears throat> he was a an officer. He was in charge of a platoon, and. Um, 
he put himself at risk. Um, long story short, his, um, you know, I don't want to mess up his story, but what I got from it was he were, they were on a mission. They were escorting uh, another company or whatever it may be. Things went smoothly. All of a sudden, they got hit. The vehicles got hit. He was on the ground of his vehicle, hurt very bad. You know, some guys lost their lives at that time. And, um, you know, he, he recalls himself, you know, feeling, you know, like he couldn't do it. Like, he, you know, but at that time, he put that aside and he said, you know, these guys need a leader. You know, I'm the platoon leader I need to lead. So he goes up and they were outnumbered and he goes up out of the vehicle, runs in open in open open field while fire is going open firing is going on to go truck to truck to to uh give info out in direction of the enemy and the threat cat he had no comms no radio so he had to do that i mean the average person you don't have to do that i mean it's hard when you can easily it's hard to get mad at somebody if you know they think about themselves and want to make a home on themselves but here he is putting his life on the line to make sure everybody's on the right page and can go home, collect as a unit. The cavalry comes, they can't, all this smoke, all these bullets flying around, they don't know who's who. He runs still in open, in uh, open field while people are firing to go to cavalry and point them to the right direction. The dust settles, um, you know, and he, uh, you know, he realized, you know, he was a smoker at the time. He did, at one point, he doesn't advocate for smoking, but he will say, had he not been a smoker at the time, he would not be here. Um, you know, his wife, before he left, gave him an engraved watch and an engraved um, lighter. And he kept the lighter in his breast, left breast pocket. And when he took the lighter out, uh, there was a rifle round in it. So had that uh, lighter not been there. He may have not been here to tell the story, but here's a man. And again, I'm seeing people who have been bestowed this medal from President Nixon, which was hit, which uh, Harold uh, was awarded by all the way up to President Obama. And, you know, you hear these guys talking, you know, and uh you start seeing the perspective because for me, you know, I'm looking at them almost as godly, you know, you know, I, I would, I would hope that the general consensus, the majority of people that enlist, I know people enlist, you know, for the benefits and things like that. But at the end of the day, you are enlisting and you do have to realize that when stuff goes south, that you may have to put your life on the line. You might, you might lose your life. And, um, Regardless of your active reserve, whatever it is, you know, that's the risk that you're taking, putting that, putting that, uh, pen to paper. And, um, you know, I would hope, you know, and I, I believe that the general consensus is, you know, if you were ever stuck in a situation that, like that, that you would hope that you had the courage and bravery as these gentlemen did to not think about yourself and, and be selfless and, and do what's right for the team uh, to make sure that we're all safe and we all get home. Um, 
which is even the, should be the consensus for a good non-commissioned officer, you know, sergeant and above that, you know, even my drill sergeants told me that, you know, once you become an NCO, it's no longer about your career. Your, your career now is making sure that your lower enlisted members are taken care of, make a home safe and things like that. So to see these people who have proven that they have the courage and bravery was breathtaking to see it in person. Because again, this is something that you, you read about. Not necessarily you have the privilege of seeing and shaking hands with. Um, you know, and, you know, it's, you know, some guys even said, you know, a lot of them, you know, it's hard to, you know, come to these events. You know, a lot of them deal with self, um, you know, survivor's guilt and things like that, along with PTSD. And, um, and you know, a lot of, it, 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 it's honorable, but still it's depressing because it's a weight that they have to carry still that reminds them of the incident that occurred, which obviously isn't good. Um, but regardless of how they feel, the still thing that brings everybody together is that they're doing this. They're showing up. They're wearing this medal. Not for them. It's not their medal. It's representing the, leg the legacy of the other ones that gave the ultimate sacrifice and paid the ultimate sacrifice and gave their own lives that day. You know, those who can't tell the story anymore, they're carrying on that story as long as they live. And again, a lot, a lot of them don't feel worthy because, you know, they're still here. They feel like those people who have given their lives should deserve it. You know, and again, perspective is everything because you're looking at somebody who's a lower enlisted member and I'm looking at them like, you know, wow, this is a superhero moment. But there's understanding in why they feel that way. But they do understand the importance of carrying out, you know, for them, it's it's still the mission that they have to carry out to make sure their brothers and sisters are remembered. And uh, it was very, 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 very special. And um, for them to feel, feel like they didn't, they're not worthy of the medal, I didn't even feel worthy I was there. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy I had the privilege and, you know, and yeah, so... So I, just, I did want to express that because that is that is something that I will cherish for the rest of my life. Uh, I will hope to tell, you know, uh, tell the story to my grandkids or whatever it is. Um, but, yeah, I guess this ties into the topic that I want to talk about. I know I, st I stemmed on this a little bit. You know, we're talking about accountability here. I know I stemmed on that. But. Like I said, I give you guys life experience from my own personal thing. Because like I said, you know, you may look at me a certain way. And um, and I want you to know that, hey, like, I go through the same things. I just learn how to maneuver my way to make sure I'm not consumed by the negative. So, accountability, man. Accountability goes a long way. Accountability... And this is the same thing for me. Accountability sucks. Because every day you wake up and, and you hold yourself accountable and you hold yourself up to a certain standard. And you won't accept anything less. It sucks because there's days that you don't want to. And I will admit and be honest that sometimes I do the same and sometimes I slack off. 
but when you it starts clicking and you're like okay no this is this is not what i'm gonna do with this one life that i think you know i believe that we just only have i'm not gonna waste it and you start holding yourself accountable it sucks because no matter what you still have to do it and the reason i bring that up is because a lot of times even especially when i was younger you know i held myself accountable for specific things even though you know doing those things suck like even working out going you know eating right you know running making sure i stay in shape things like that you know even though it sucked like it was still the easiest of the norms of like oh not doing my bed you know but slowly and slowly i started manifesting things i'm like i stopped making excuses and say if i can hold myself accountable for this stuff in this aspect of life i should be able to do it with no excuse for the rest because if i can hold myself accountable for all things that i do in my life i'll live much better and that's what I want to preach to you guys today. I want to, I want you guys to, to set your standard and, and and go for it. You know, it's okay to be structured. It's okay to know what you want. Don't give yourself an excuse to just bypass and say, "Oh, I'm tired," so you know, I can't. You know, little things like, "Oh, you know, I brush my teeth in in the morning." You know, I'm, I'm, I just want to go to bed right now. Like, no, do the things that you you would normally do in day to day. Make sure it gets done so you can be there successfully, knowing that you can rest your head at night, knowing that you've completed all your small tasks and big tasks and you can get ready to do it again and be motivated to do it again and be consistent about it. That's how success is. So, you know. It starts with me. Like, I have to make these lists. I have to constantly remind myself. And like I said, I got these two notes that I wrote. And it says, you know, how do you want to be remembered when you go to sleep? And then the morning note is, what are you going to do about it? And so when I say that, I say, you know, how am I going to remember when I go to sleep is, did I do everything right? You know, was I, did I work on being a better, a nicer person today? Being more kind, being more positive than I was yesterday. That I can go back and, you know, attack my goals, you know, harder than yesterday. That I can go to sleep knowing that I gave it all. That if I don't wake up and, you know, God takes me and says, hey, you know, t- today's your time to to come back and rejoice with me. Um, I can say, okay, I left it there. That's my legacy. The people that, that were there yesterday will say, oh, he was on it in everything in life. He was on it rather than saying yeah you know he was a good you know athlete he was a good you know student but you know no buts he was great he was excellent he fulfilled his life even if i didn't get any of my goal just the fact that i'm attacking it that hard i'm fulfilled accountability is so important but a lot of people and especially me it's hard to do because sometimes it's stubbornness, you know, because with holding yourself accountable. Now you're in, you feel inclined to hold other people accountable like your loved ones, like, you know, your close friends, which you should. And sometimes you don't want to because you don't want to be looked like as the hard ass or the one who doesn't enjoy life. You can enjoy life, but it doesn't mean you got to slack and it's OK to be average. And just because you're not average at work doesn't mean you have an average lifestyle when you get back home or you have an average relationship with your wife or girlfriend, whatever it is. Just because you put 100% in one thing doesn't mean that you're a complete success. 
I'm talking about whole life success. That's all I want for everybody. Is to be success as a successful statement. I want people to look at you guys and say, hey, that person is a success. Not yeah, he's really good at this. He's successful at this. No. He's success. He embodies success. When you talk to him, it's success. When he's when he, you know, when he does um, you know, kind things. That's him embodying success. He or she embodying success. You know, the way he works, success. Nothing else. Accountability. Because even though I struggle sometimes. And, you know, now I got the idea from here on out that I shouldn't. Because if I'm going to hold myself accountable here, I should hold myself accountable here. The only reason why I'm not is because I'm making excuses. You can too. And I say that because that's I'm holding myself accountable to hold my I'm holding myself accountable to hold all things in my life accountable. Well, to hold to bring uh, you get what I'm saying. So we're doing this together. You know, even though you know you hear the passion, you you know, people who listen may may see, oh yeah, he's got it, you know, stuff like that. He's got it more than me. But Look at it. I'm I'm telling you, you know, I've gone through this multiple times, you know, and some, you know, I get on a roll and sometimes I don't. But here we are together. And whether you're below me or above me, I'm reaching out and saying, hey, I'm challenging you just like I'm challenging myself to hold myself accountable in all aspects of my life. So let's do it, you know, and the thing that stops us is. You know, being blinded by things, being blinded of the opinions of what people think if we're, you know, we don't want to look like, oh, we're just, you know, we're so hard. You know, it's fine if that's the way you are. Be that way because you start letting things go little by little, little by little. It's only going to hurt you. It's only going to make you more irritated. And that comes with accepting, accepting who you are and making sure that, hey, this is who I am. If you don't like who I am, then. Okay, if that's fine, but I'm not going to change. And I've done that before. And I was willing to do that before, whether it be friendships, relationships, whatever it is, jobs. You have a job of yourself to make sure you don't conform to something that has nothing to do with your success. It's not building you. And I'm telling you from experience. I'm telling you while I'm going through it. Even the relationship, being blind about love and being like, okay, you know, let's, the, the relationship is so perfect that I'm not even going to worry about, you know, getting into this little tiny little argument because they don't have the same perspective as me. You know, no, no. Say, speak your mind. Be, hold yourself accountable to hold the person you want to be with accountable. If they don't see you, right, that's fine. But at least they know where you're coming from and they can respect that. Don't conform because you're worried about what they're going to think. Or, or you know, or, or, you know, you must think you're better than me. No, that's not what accountability is about. Accountability is making sure that you're the best you every single day. Like I said, we work every day to be the best us for us and for the people around us. So don't be afraid of that. And I'm telling you from from perspective of, 
me being afraid of that and, you know, then me not being afraid of that. But now I'm holding myself accountable to be consistent and be not afraid of that at all. And every time I, I get that little itch that, hey, oh, man, you know, I don't know. You know. Maybe I should lay off the gas on that person. Maybe I should lay off the gas on myself, you know, my need a break or whatever. No, no, no. Get the job done. Because the transitions in life, even if you think you're doing uh, 100% of one thing, if you're not doing it in all aspects of life, you probably find another excuse as to why you, you could be tricking your mind to think you're doing 100% of that. And I even found out when I went to basic, I was like, hey, I want to start all these businesses and things like that. I got the basic. We were waking up at 4.30 in the morning. I was getting more stuff done by 8 a.m. than I was back home in a whole 24 hours. Because I was making the excuse. Uh... <clears throat> Sorry about that. <clears throat> Thought we got cut off for a second. But anyway, I thought I was making the excuse. No, 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 no. Correction. I was making the excuse. I found that out. I said, you know, because back then you couldn't tell me. I'm like, wow, that's too early for me. I'm not waking up. But here I am doing it consistently. holding myself accountable. I have no choice. It has to get done. If I only apply that. And yeah, you know, I, I reached pinnacles. I reached certain, certain aspects of success, you know, doing what I was doing. But um, now instead of saying, oh. Okay, I found some. I found some. I said, "Oh, that's a gem." Now I understand. If I only applied that early on and just got up early, that little thing, getting up earlier, I would have been way more ahead. And that's just one lesson I found. So I started holding myself accountable. No matter what, I got to get the work done. If I got to get up in the morning, but I don't, the only time I have is after I get out of work at late, I got to get the work done. Make it a statement. Take it day by day. Get what you need to get done. Work, whatever, schoolwork, homework, whatever it is. Get it done today. Get it done early, whatever it is. Hold yourself accountable to do so. Don't say, oh, I can get it done in a week. No, get it done right now. Hold yourself accountable. Accountability is your key. So anyway, guys, I hope you enjoy that segment. All right. That is something I'm passionate about because it's something that, you know, I've even experienced and still experience. And hopefully, you know, with my mindset and still growing my mind, you know, it never happens. I keep holding myself accountable and I get it. We're human. We make mistakes and stuff like that. But it's the fact that you have the awareness of saying, OK, oh, I'm slipping. Now, what am I going to do? Am I going to be average and say, all right, you know, I'll give myself two days. Or am I going to say no? Nah? Even though it sucks, even though I might not even go full speed, I'm going to get the work done. And that's all it is. Hold yourself accountable. You deserve, like I said, we only have one life guaranteed as of right now. Hold yourself accountable to live the best life you can and make sure you attack everything you can, try everything you can. All right? So, thank you guys for tuning in again. Um... Yeah. As always, you can follow me on my social media is at the Guru Noel on Instagram, Atline Nutrition on Instagram, I want some close movement on Instagram. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And as always, kill your week, decade, year, month, day, whatever it is, hours, seconds, make everything count. But until next time, guys, this is your host, The Guru No Well. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Guru Mondays. Hopefully this time it uploads at the right time and I don't have to lose this and do it again later in the week as, as it's been happening. So we're going to cross our fingers and hope this can upload. Alrighty then. So without further ado, you guys have a good night, good year and all that good stuff. Good decade. I love you all and talk to you next week.